Hi, I'm Cornell. I'm Glenroy. And I'm Kareem. And welcome to the Fish Tea Podcast, where three hair whipping heel strutting Jamaican queens talk about LGBTQ politics, pop culture, growing up in the Caribbean, life in the diaspora, and the work it takes to sustain love, life, and laughter in the midst of all the white noise. We're giving you everything, honey. Get into this mug. We're serving you a hot cup of fish tea. Bombs up. <laughs> It's funny because like every like the the for the last few weeks that we've been on video, I've been trying not to let you guys see how I get ready for the line. We're giving you everything, honey. Because usually I'm doing some we're giving you everything, honey. <laughs> <laughs> I am committed to my line, so yeah, sometimes I try to give it a little energy with it, you know, with the head movements and all of that. But sometimes I go, you know, all of that. Sorry, a while ago, my helicopter did not pass. I'm going to wonder why. Chill. How have we been doing? Right? Um, Rona's, well, I mean, I guess Rona has almost up because Rona going to be with us. But we're planning on starting to open up things back at the start of June. So, you know, we're, I guess, in a sense, on the home stretch, kind of. So, mm. what's that like for you guys and what have y'all been up to? Okay, well, I, I actually want to, well, now I'm curious about the Jamaican situation. Does that mean that the rates are going down then for you to be planning June opening? Well, so, what kind of, so the recoveries are doing well because more than a third of persons have recovered and, and it keeps going up. So the recoveries are going up by leaps and bounds daily, almost. Um, and the, some of the newer cases now have mostly been like persons who started to repatriate they have been like regular people but the truth is if it wasn't for that outbreak at a call center the, the number would not have kind of jumped the way it did so it would have kind of still kind of been steady so i feel like it's just gotten to the point where in jamaica we can't afford to stay locked down because mm. other countries so where i think they're just making a calculated risk to say well things are going up we can start to slowly reopen things the idea is that companies up to be putting the measures in place. So for us, so we were discussing reopening at JFLAG and we're saying, well, we won't have everybody back at the office, for example. You know, we'll, ha- we'll have to have certain things put in place in terms of roster, uh, a rotating roster, and having certain, like, the, the antibacterial stop, the automatic antibacterial stops and things like that. So we're still going to be very much responding to Rona. It's just that we won't be all working from home the way we can do so I imagine that's the expectation for, like, other companies. Right. Okay, so, I mean, I don't want to put you on the spot, but since you're already talking about Jamaica, do you want to go first? Oh, well, what do you mean I do? I've been home, girl. No, 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 home. I mean, I've had a productive week. I was sick the week before. I didn't have the Rona. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I was sick the week. Or, but I so I decided to be as productive as possible this week. So it's been a good week. I'm also teaching Javian and Nikoi constant law because I feel like it would help them with our work for them to also have a kind of understanding of the constitution the way I do. So that's been fun. Them cost me every Saturday. Complain about the case. I mean, them get two cases free per week. You know? Two cases. Right? Them complain every week. Why the case them have so much pages? Why can't I have three pages? But <laughs> I'm like, bitch, there's no three-page case. What is, what is your problem? But it's, that's been kind of fun to kind of, you know, get them to kind of understand those things because 
to kind of spread around the knowledge at, in, in the workplace kind of vibe. But yeah, that's just it. And then I'm kind of off men, kind of, but not really, but still kind of. <laughs> kind of, but not really, but still kind of. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, like something. For me. So something chip, you know what I mean? I almost feel like niggas ain't worth all of the struggles that people have to go through. And I don't know, it's just almost like, I know since I came back, I've been craving a certain kind of intimacy and the craving just kind of gone. And so I'm going to say, if somebody approaches them and I talk to them, I will, but it's not going to be like, oh my gosh, let's see what this means. I say, uh-huh. Okay, what you say? All right, you're going to get one. Oh, Matty man. All right, you're not thought so. Keep it pushing. So that's, a, that's what my day. It's kind of like, I'm not excited or as interested or just ready to like be in something like I was before. It's like, I'm over it now. I just want you, my girls, if I look around, come on, come on, come on, come on. And my sex drive kind of dips, so I'm not even as interested in I, I have as great a desire to have sex as I had had in like recent weeks and months. So, yeah, I feel like I just I get tired of man. I feel that. I mean, I, I, I can empathize still. Yo, <laughs> uh, <Show> up, do. <laughs> up, do. <laughs> Okay, I hope y'all caught that. What was it? Is it season four Drag Race? Chad Michaels? Anyway, it's fine. So you said... <laughs> I'm, I'm like a bit of a Drag Race enthusiast, so I'm forgiving. Is that from the... It was when they, they had their election. It was one of their um, election cycles, and they did like a debate thing. And Latrice has this famous line. Hold on. Actually, I'm going to put it up right now. Motherfucking Royale. That's my bitch. I love her. Ooh, child, I was re-watching the lip sync of a loser from All Stars 4 with her. And she was determined to get rid of Monique. Right? Because the girl said her off. Oh, Latrice. I, I love Monique, too. I love Monique. And personally, I think her money did win that lip sync. But that's, a, that's an opinion. <laughs> Wow. Well, at least a guest judge on um, RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm working towards it. So I gotta get a little bit more famous. So that's hey, why I, I found I it. Share people like I share. <laughs> yeah. So during the the bait thing, they were like, "Oh, what is something that you've had to make peace with?" And Latrice was like, "About five minutes ago, I looked at Miss Hara and I realized she was ugly." And I'm at peace with that. Yes. And I was like, ooh. Yes. <laughs> the shade. The shade. Yeah. The thing about, okay, so you were talking about the, the teaching, um, JVN, and who? Wait, Decoy. Uh, yes, yes, yes. So since you also said things are opening up, what does that mean for your kind of whole process of um, being called to the bar? Are you like moving forward with that or you're still kind of. Oh, well, we have a platform. I still have a. <laughs> Okay. What my plan was is to get my friend to come over and force me to go through the paperwork. But I don't know how quickly they're opening that part of the court system. I'm going to find one certificate from somewhere. One of the certificates I'm going to get from now on Monday. But I'm going to get my friend to come and force me to go through the document process and get it done so people can get off my back. But now I will no longer have the excuse of, I'm not a lawyer. I can't deal with your shit. No, mm. no. I have a lawyer, but I don't want to deal with your shit. Right. <laughs> I mean, but like you can also say, can you afford me? Because you can up your rates since you are a whole... I've my rates before because we can't do... No, no, consult, no liar consulting or anything. Like I know, that. but like generally you can just be like, well, now I am a call to the ball bar. 
the caught ball. to the ball. Cherry, but I mean, still, you are caught to the ball. But, <laughs> but yeah. Wait, girl, I have a party idea. Can you imagine bitches dressed in robes for a party? We'll call it called to the ball. Mm. <laughs> and they are happy. <laughs> right here. I feel like that would be pretty sick, actually. Yeah, because I mean, lawyers, well, like, you get pants, like pantsuits, black and white, to get those, you know, severe glasses. Can you imagine? Tight ponytail. Yeah, you, when you could call to the ball and whatever the process is, you're successful, we're through one part in here. And like, yeah, I like that. Must see. <laughs> Must see. Now, still let up for so up down. So, what have you been doing? Come here, Kareem. Yeah, you, Cardell. Oh, uh. What have you been doing in the up, though? <laughs> uh, not too much. So, I'm still working on stuff for the um, online course that I'm grading for. Uh, that's been an interesting process because, like, obviously, these courses weren't initially made to be done online. And so, uh, class engagement is something we're still trying to figure out. Um, so there's that. I've been reading a lot. I've been going through the Harry Potter series, which has been which nice. So, I mean, I've, to be honest, I've taken a break for a few days, but I'm on book four now. Woo! That's, the, that's when the shit gets good. Yeah, I, I mean, it's... So I've never... Okay, so this is actually a whole childhood thing of mine, but I was obviously, like, a huge Harry Potter fan growing up, and I had friends who had Harry Potter books that I used to borrow. But this, so this is my first time owning the books myself, which is like a huge thing for me. But yeah, it's just like a nice distraction or an escape from the stuff that's that's going on. And there are certain details that are in the books that weren't in the movies that I forgot about. So, oh my God, you have a whole... I brought my wand to the party. <laughs> oh damn, that's intense. No, because I bought it when I was in London. It's a replica of Bellatrix of Strange's one, so she's my favorite character. Well, figures. Yeah. Very that. So you are a Slytherin, I'm sure. I've taken the test twice. It came back Slytherin twice. I am that bitch. <laughs> Absolutely. I used to be a Ravenclaw, but now I'm a Hufflepuff. But I'm actually okay with that. I was going to make a joke, but I won't. The joke no, be- go for it. Go for it. No, I'm curious. That's all I was gonna say. <laughs> no, whatever. I'm off of off. That's okay. I, cause I, and I mean, I, I'm okay with that because, so what? Half of off thing is like loyalty, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. And but hard work. It's really everybody else because Gryffindor take the brave one, Slytherin take the pure one, them Ravenclaw take the bright one, them. Half of off was about equality. No, Hufflepuff is about loyalty and hard work. We bought book two, our book one, now book two, when the app did sing. The good legit said, I'll take the rest. That's what she said. That's how I said. That's what she said. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? I'm not... <laughs> anyway, I'm not, I'm not going down this road. I'm proud of being a Hufflepuff. It's all good. I'm a loyal, hardworking people. We're not going to knock them. Mm-hmm. I just sit and let me know when I talk about y'all. Uh, smile and wave, Kareem. Smile and wave. 
Yeah, I mean, other stuff that's happened this week isn't so much about like events specifically, just stuff that's been on my mind. Although I have been going on more walks and I've been discovering discovering parts of the neighborhood that I haven't before, and that's been quite nice. Although I'm a little bit concerned about the number of people that are gathering in parks. Um, oh, actually, so this is park downtown that if you took, okay, if you didn't know that this would that happened yesterday, you would think it was like a concert that was going on in the park, the amount of people that were there. So people are like not impressed about it. So not good. Karine? I mean, I have the same concerns. What, Ramadan was it? Ramadan just ended? Mm. Yeah, and so, um, you know, they have the Eid and I'm watching some people. A Muslim in my family. <laughs> I was watching some people's stories that I follow, and they're like these tents pitched in the park. And I'm like, well, I know they up the number to like you could gather in 25 outdoor, but this don't look like 25. <laughs> uh, <laughs> down. And it's Memorial Day weekend, so I'm expecting some craziness. The beaches are open, the parks are open, so I'm expecting some type of hoopla to be going down. Um, people are celebrating that it was raining yesterday because they're like, that's God telling you to stay your ass inside. My God, God just said, I don't care, and I think that's going to deter them. But I mean, what have I been up to? I was a little bit more productive this week, although we're up by Wednesday, because Wednesday I got up and I was just like, you know, I'm not feeling this anymore. Let me do something completely different. So I did that. They finally put Granddad to rest yesterday. So that was cute. That was, you know, it was cute for the family. It was interesting. What if I call Balin? But we made it through that. And what am I doing for the rest of the week? I don't know. Like, I haven't, I'm not teaching this summer. So it feels weird because last summer I taught and I was now getting ready to put together a whole course. Like, I'm just like, well, I know it's not a free summer because I got to get through the dissertation, but girl, I'm just there. Real similar to Ose. Not or nothing. I get facts. But that's what I hope but then I wonder though, so I'm backtracking to what you had said about like just like with Ramadan ending and they're, and they're celebrating Eid. I was wondering like, I guess what do you do, you know? Because yes, we know you're supposed to do the physical distancing thing, you know? it's, it's critical to the response. But when you have these kinds of religious celebrations, mm-hmm. well, I guess it's like, oh, we're at, but churches have opened up back. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, like, well, Trump declared church is essential. And so people are like, on the, I mean, <laughs> as a, avid church goer, I don't know how essential it is to I have to be in the physical building, but one more I'm just saying like <laughs> we could gather on Zoom and I'll be perfectly okay. We could feel the spirit through Zoom and all of that. But yeah, my even like this morning my pastor was saying, you know, letting the church know like, yes, we know that number forty five has said that <laughs> has said that churches are essential, but there are protocols that we have to observe and as such our church will not be open until we're fully capable of meeting all those different protocols and so on. So that should be interesting moving forward. So I'm thinking about that it would be kind of an added challenge if you're religious and then there's this kind of ceremonial gathering that happens at the specific mm-hmm. year. I mean, what do you do uh, at that point? Because then it becomes being pulled in two different directions. And then there's this thing with like viruses and outbreaks like if, mm-hmm. If you're going to see it happen to anybody around you, you feel like you can't you take like it. Is, yeah. You're, or you feel like you know enough responsible adults to take that risk. I mean, I'm definitely one of those people who are like, well, I know these people. They're responsible. They wear masks and gloves when they go out. They sanitize. I just go blow away. 
I have no um what but then again I'm like I'm not too fond of anywhere really opening anyways because when you say China get ready for them second wave. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like apparently there's now an outbreak in a city that has over a hundred million people. They've already quarantined about eight thousand of them. So they're gearing up for what could be a second wave of COVID. So Yeah. By the way, and then we were talking about um hair stuff earlier. And I came across an article that said a hairstylist it might have infected up to like what is it eighty one or ninety one people in the US. And I was like, who? Who child? Mm. Oh my god, she see. Let's ask well, that. She is it any one class? Or is it that she infects five? Who infected? Who infected? I mean, I didn't read a full day list, uh, the, the full um, details of, of the article, but it says, yeah, I hear that, I hear studies worked while symptomatic and exposed 91 people to the coronavirus. Okay. I'm a, I'm a one, just kill, nobody will play for that 81 here, personally and respectfully. Mm-hmm. It says 91 customers and co-workers in Missouri. <laughs> So, all right, I, I, I mean, no, she not have more than 10 co-workers at any proper air salon. No more than 10. So, I'm going to eat at people here, she, she that play up. Well, no, I'm sorry if you're not putting again. People need them clientele. But I feel like say, if you have 20 good clients, who regular, well, like you say, I've regularly have walk-ins. No, but eat to have. I am sure, I am sure my electrician has more than 80 clients. I mean, I don't know what the period was. But homegirl is like booked up three months in advance. So God help us when it's <laughs> like she's booked up until was it March, was it or May? Yeah, like yeah. Oh, but that's my thing, like Rona happened. Rona happened you get serious in a March, right? So I try to understand in which length of period she, she come into contact with that much people, exposed that much because she'd have to catch it, right? Mm-hmm. What's the length of period that she exposed to much people? Why should have so much people around to her place? So I mean, I guess it also depends on the kind of, like, what they're doing. Like, some things stick longer than others, I guess. Yeah. Um, but keep in mind, too, that some places either didn't close down or they were doing underground shit while they were supposed to be locked down. So. Maybe, well, that's true. You get my little sugaring done with, um, at the start of the lockdown because maybe Listen. this is way in advance and a bitch needs to have smooth legs and smooth energy. Girl, I never miss my nail appointment. My mother there complained to somebody. Right there. So from Corona start, <laughs> every two weeks, Karim the left here. I'm got grocery. I'm not got work, but in can't miss him nail appointment. You might the only somebody miss when we got hungry just for doing nails. That's okay. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's, that's, wow. that's the truth, and I stand firm in it. <laughs> if I dirt, I dirt. If the runa up, it just happens. <laughs> Just which is why I understand why people did OT have sex in a lockdown. Yeah, let's make sure wipe and place. Yo, a friend just asked me the other day if you know, actually, I can't say that because I don't want to be implicated, but <laughs> <laughs> never mind. But, um, basically, I was, I was asked for some supplies for a thing, and I was like, you are level of recklessness, anyway. Supplies for a thing, you're an idiot. <laughs> one on one, <laughs> did the thing happen? I mean, I'm sure he's been doing a thing, um, <laughs> but you know, he just wants to take precaution anyway. Not my business, 
listeners, just so you know, this is the finale episode of the season. Oh, it's Fishy Hot Topics Edition. So it's it, a lavish. Yeah. <laughs> so I sit around and laugh and talk and so. I would have attacked the team there. So it, just no side attack one today. We can talk about last night, no? Yes, please. Go. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Let's say. For everybody who never did watch the Dina Man versus Bounty Killer versus last night, one of my something. <laughs> because if we make Carnell dead and Un never dead, Oh, you hear about it? I, I, I something there. I something there, babe. That's right today. Make you hear about it. I mean, I had heard heard about it earlier in the week, but he reminded me because um, some of his friends were watching it. Um, <laughs> It was funny because I think I ended up seeing more of it than he did because um, he had to attend to some stuff. But no, it was okay. Do Jamaican say lit? Is that a thing? Like he was lit? They did turn up. Turn up, sure. Wow, with a bag, they nice. This nice, 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 nice. I'm glad my come out, come see this. That had a perfect response to it. It's Trimek last night. Oh, it's, you know what? Oh, sorry. Sorry to cut you, but I wanted to make sure I use this opportunity. So one of the things, things I said on Twitter the other day was, it would be really nice to hear someone like Saray, and I just need someone who can do it with the, you know, the oomph that it needs it. So can I, can I, can someone Saray, please, for me? <laughs> I don't know. In, in, my, in my head, I was just like, you know, I can feel... Someone somewhere patting them front and saying, Ray, oh, yeah, yes. um, what's some of it? Javante's tweet when he was like, How many times have you pat your front? It's just <laughs> <laughs> he put on all. Oh gosh, I love Javante. Big up yourself in the way, Javante. Oh gosh, no, last night he go and it was so funny. I came home and I started watching Dynasty. I said, Oh, it's start. Because what had happened was, I thought it was starting at 8, not realizing it actually started at 7. So me go on late, right? I'm going to go on, me go on pop my phone, I'm going to say, yeah, but Omega tweet, I'm watching this minute it's like work. But then I realized, oh no, you can't watch Instagram live. Why your laptop? Go pop the laptop and tweet on the phone and I did this decision that. Because mm-hmm. Corner had messaged me and I was like, Girl, me, I watch them after. Bye. <laughs> They're both for start. Bye. Corner's like, well, I'm watching on my laptop. I'm like, oh. So I switched to my iPad. Somebody was streaming it on YouTube, and I was able to, like, get mm-hmm. the view and then be able to comment or do whatever I needed to do. So have you been watching other versus bathrooms? Because I haven't. I have not. Me either. I heard the Joe Scott Eric Abadu one was really good. This one was really good. And I was very, I think the first one was some rappers, but I was like, I have no idea what's going on. So I wasn't really like up to date, but I heard the Joe Scott one was good. Yeah, I heard that, but I'm wondering if, because we had, it was on Instagram, it essentially got to 500,000 people watching, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, the other versus battle did, because at the end of the day, you're thinking about like America, popular American music, music genres that, will attract a wider audience than dancehall in comparison. Because even though, you know, Jamaica's a big place and dancehall has a big fan base, it's still not mainstream when you compare it to 
yeah, um, to, to even hip hop in a, to a certain extent, or you know, R and B or pop music. So it was like I would love to have kind of seen the kind of comparison in the numbers because it did nice. And then when Rihanna rolling for the live, right? I watch Wee Wee. Wee Wee. Me and Beanie. He said, Oh gosh. So, the the police, them too. But do you think they really did show up? Oh, someone said afterwards it was like a joke or it was staged or something. But I don't know if that's true or not. I could believe it was staged, but it, it really it, it adds something to it. And it Absolutely. Up. As everybody start cussing out Babylon, Masalad, Jesus. As a couple well, a couple time well, you're in at the dance of Babylon. The next thing you know, the police done. So I felt like I was in the dance when when Macy said police are come, <laughs> but when the peeps said police come and Bounty was nowhere to be found. To the side. Oh gosh! Um, so the internet says it was seven hundred thousand for Joe Scott and Erica Badu. Yeah, I was going to say that somebody told me that the record is seven hundred. Oh, okay. And the Teddy Riley, baby face. I don't know who. Am I supposed to know who Teddy Riley is? Girl, we know about really bond them. Are they music they make we? So they're producers. So they don't, they don't sing, but they produce a lot okay. of songs. It says that was like half mil. Okay. Oh, but that no, but that's not bad because if we not that far from Teddy Riley and Babyface, who have a worried person, you have people like twenty bucks and Babyface selection, you know that. That's the way they go. We do respect it before we look at Island Nation. I mean, but don't like undersell them either because someone had said on Twitter that you know the catalog of Beanie Man and Bounty is so extensive that they probably couldn't get through everything. And anyway, not, so it did not. Cause then you go into them international collab segment, right, right. and then they come back to the hardcore dancer, and then they went back to collabs again. Yeah. It, then we had an electronic moment. I was like, oh, I wasn't prepared yeah, for that. Right. I was like, okay. But never saw about to clap play Diana King. I don't know for some reason I was like, oh my god, Diana. Yes. <laughs> I remember she did talk about Summer Breeze on the song. Right. Yeah. Oh. I was like, ah. Oh. We get the Diana King. Today. <laughs> <laughs> Once I come back, I'll be short, sorry. Mm. I don't know. It was so fun for me when Corona just started, or when like the lockdown measures just started. We were having the online parties, and those were fun. But after a while, they kind of got, they kind of lost their magic because they kind of there were so many of them, and people weren't rushing out to them as much. And then this just felt like that all over again because it was such a communal experience. That it is just nice. It is just so so nice. And shout out to Beanie Man Belly in Star the Show. Oh my goodness, girl. Beanie Man Belly, I carry. You know much video I have from my phone. I Beanie Man, I carry out last night because I didn't need the reaction to get him and the reaction to each other. And shout out to Bounty Killer and right. <laughs> that dance at the end. Oh, yeah. I mean, I can appreciate them, like, like the energy that they both had, like, being in the same... For some reason, I expected them to still be at odds with each other for whatever reason. And But last night, I think that was kind of surprising to see, to see them, like, being, I don't know, in that same space, being nice to each other, interacting with each other, but still maintaining that whole sentiment of, like, uh, you know, like, someone of a clash. Yeah, I mean, I know they had done something similar in a pre- in previous year. So they've done like the 
squash the beef thing. Right. And then like a performance can commemorate that. So I wasn't so surprised, but it was still, it was so fun. It was, by the way, Bounty Killer is hilarious. I would watch Bounty Killer if you have a YouTube channel. Let us sit around and listen to him. Bounty Killer killed me last night. Bounty Killer said one wife had many concubines. And think it <laughs> you know, simply the song, we have said the song will make him now no visa and can't travel. <laughs> oh, gosh. But that, was, that was my first experience as a Batman in our street party. Like, <laughs> that I can remember. I just, yeah, I say, yeah. I'm going to tell you because nobody don't know who me is. <laughs> okay, yeah, but for real? Tune into Pitch Podcast. Two somebody sent one somebody sent me a screenshot and said, Oh yeah, they are dance though. And I'm a sister. My sister sent me a screen recording. She didn't make a comment and then she see me comment after which I didn't even see hers, but she sent me and she said, Imagine me the same dance, you couldn't come by and buy me one drink. <laughs> <laughs> but but can I just say though, there was something very, very queer about the way that they were getting on the way they were last talking. night. And I mean we were being a man pants. Okay. Okay, so I mean, we have this cast, season one, episode five. Check it out, listeners. Uh, we've talked about the queerness of, of Diana like, explicitly, but like, so yes, the outfits, but also the kind of affectations that were going on. So that the, like, Beanie Man's dance, well, yeah, Beanie Man's dance move, and even Bounty Killer with that little hand thing that he was doing, was very much black gay men of a certain age. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> and I was saying that, like, I don't know if, he, if it was the the way his glasses were sitting on his nose or the hairdo or I don't know something or the energy, but like Binaman was giving me like full on anti energy. And I was yes. like, okay, yes, yes. No, but you know when Binaman was most anti, when he did like about to kill at the side eye, I don't know. They go sit down, look. <laughs> go sit down. Every time Bunty, yes, yeah, you know, look at homophobia, seaport. When you see it, you just say, be the man game below. <laughs> it's not a kind of dance, though. We're going to ask you, please. But for me, it was so funny because it's almost like dancehall has kind of moved so much where the dancehall god essentially, I feel like, tiptoe around being publicly homophobic given the content of his discography. Mm-hmm. And yeah. They respected me, the man. I watch myself see, I can be myself, you know. They're not gonna get me in no problem, you know. I just kind of see that kind of lingering. Don't be homophobic, don't be homophobic, don't be homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> Bounty just get sick of the shit. I <laughs> said, That's a young up there. But my minimum, you know, legs went up. If that, if the, but if that's back to bad, back to bad, as a, as a member of the LGBTQ community and an elite homosexual. <laughs> <laughs> if that song they never play the dance with the nice, I'm sorry. I'm sorry when they can't attack me afterwards. But the whole day, may I get ready for the verses. That's all I can sing. That's all I can sing. But man, my name's Amino, friend. <laughs> <laughs> friend? The levels took my leg go straight up in the air. I'm the same. Yes! I'm a run on that song. Boop, 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 boop. The whole thing. I'm going to play the song. I'm over its decks. I'm going to shut the shit down. Right. I feel like the majority, I mean, I, I mean, obviously I can't speak for everyone, but I feel like there are likely many, you know, Batman, Sadamite, all the people out there who are like living for that moment. Oh, and that's okay. 
I think I'll be enjoying them more. <laughs> <laughs> trending was the only sequence trending put up puppy and I'm put more viral. And I'm like, oh, more viral. <laughs> See, like, we enjoy it the most. I would say, yes, yeah, so, 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 so as you rightly tweeted, we just want a little moment. <laughs> it was our moment. And then, me the man said, all right, we just, we're going to feel good. Pan bed, pan floor, again, swall. Hey. I said, thanks, me the man. You know, for calm down. I feel seen. <laughs> But I mean, also in my mind, I was like, someone is going to get pregnant tonight after all this. Oh, that's why you come in up, dude. We ain't talking about that. 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 We ain't talking West Indian people, Caribbean people, folks in the diaspora. How, how some people like, fuck, they decide to claim their Jamaicanness in that moment, but also how it becomes a narrative of Caribbean success and Caribbean in the spotlight versus Jamaica. And they're just like, mm hmm. Which hmm. led to the diaspora wars, because me wake up and see the mess from my phone and say, see, Right? But my vibe was this. But after the dance done, all I would need to get her outside and laugh. You know, you know that vibe there, the dance, but mm-hmm. no, with their own yes. party. <laughs> oh, I laugh. That's where the I'm a careless lady said to it. To Sister Marion, I'm just like I said, this to you. I respect you and your journey, right? I mean, mm. I bring up back no bad memories. But if you ever find it in your heart, you just give it one day. Just one day. Let's bring back Safu one day so that all of us can. So we farewells. Come in and know. I mean, one thing says she did abrupt. Me thinks that she abrupt. But feel like say she did say she go go to God farewell. I accept that. But if you like say she did say that and she did she sing eels on after. So me, me never know somebody to take that time seriously. So she she should have given me a farewell tour and a farewell album and a greatest hits track. And <laughs> I have a look at Andy Nova ceremony and she picked somebody. We should never have to be spice, you know, they're not always agree. But I look at Andy Nova so we can say, ah, this is who we look to next. Now she gets up and leaves and start church and sing, There's a room, which is a map. <laughs> There's a room in my house reserved for Jesus. That is a map. What kind of room? Only need to. Listen to me. I can see your face just now. Right? So, uh, everybody outside, and then, look, then the people from the Caribbean, uh, as the messy people on Twitter like to call it, the and friends in Jamaica and friends. And. Wara? No, that, they call them, you know, like when, when we argue, we call them Jamaica and friends. <laughs> <laughs> so, the and friends, them decide, say, them who are running in. I'm not saying, oh, no, do it. Because as soon as you, you know, them people, eh, where are your frenemies, them? Well, we sit on our all right, but as soon as them step on your toe, them tell us, say, you broke your old big. Is that them always do with you, Jamaica, you know? Mm-hmm. As soon as one look at argument or one look at clarification make, well, currency not enough value, mm-hmm. everything I mash down down here, we don't have nothing. That's the first thing. So, I mean, I kind of felt like it was strategic to claim Caribbean culture at that moment. I mean, I think it did fear. I feel like it mm-hmm. was just this moment. I feel mm-hmm. like... I think it was rightly Jamaica's moment. Because whatever, 
them can lay claims to dance and we can lay claims to soca and calypso and them something there. I mean, it's funny you say Soka because now I saw a couple of tweets where people want like a, a Soka versus with Mashal and somebody else. And I don't know. It's not work because that is not Soka's energy. Now, to be fair, when, Ma- when Mashal did sing Mashup, Mashup is a good song. I mean, never did expect it. I mean, never know. Often they feel about the Clash song because Mashal is a distract. And in my Iowa, did I go at it? And in this Iowa, and I never did know how to feel about it because I said, So, how much how dance to this? Do I, do I go and face my bubble? Because it's a soca Santa, and we know if we do a bubble and wine. But we don't know if it could have worked the same way. Because to me, even with all the versus battles, um, the reason why, oh, wait, Mommy, I tell me, so the food I already wanted to. I wonder if we can go up there and get the, get the, the Sunday dinner still. Because <laughs> there was a curfew at 3 o'clock. I wonder. Because if we can get the local food, that wouldn't be bad. Sorry. But you see, I think, <laughs> like oh, last night, you did have, I think, even though it was the versus battle, the clash culture inevitably came out when being a man and Monty Killer did just dip on the rhythm and then did that do them dub or whatever. Because dancehall facilitates that. Dancehall has mm-hmm. culture. So it and, and it enhanced it in a way. And if I'm gonna be honest, most of the soccer fans are sound alike. So I don't know, I don't know if it would have worked. Yeah. Maybe people just want a moment to feel, you know, validated or to feel like, you know. I don't know. Yeah, but then the diaspora wars, them always happen. So even if you take this out of it, they're so constant on, on Twitter. It, it, and it always come out of nowhere. And I don't know why them always do it with Jamaicans, because they know we don't have no behavior. I was going to tell them. Because <laughs> Jamaicans full of themselves. Well, and rightly so, I think. No, I mean, to be, if I be fair, sometimes we do kind of ignore our privilege. As the Beyonce of the Caribbean, we're not always we kind of subsume other cultural identities a lot of times because I remember one time somebody asked <laughs> one, our Bahamian friend who was on Shivani with us asked Bahama, asked her if Bahamas is a colony of Jamaica. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Colony, you know? Colony. <laughs> well, you know what? We, we cannot be blamed for um, poor geography lessons. Geography, but I think we can at least acknowledge that when we talk about certain things that we can acknowledge our own privilege and the way we as Jamaica take up space. I can completely acknowledge that because that's like acknowledging white privilege. It works out the same way, right? You had to be answered at the Caribbean. You can't acknowledge that you had to be answered at the Caribbean. And so when you are speak from a certain space, acknowledge the space that you take up and provide space for others where you can. Not necessarily on the music part, because dance all a dancer, but acknowledge that. But then it just always go left and them always tell us so we're broke. If you tell us so we're broke, I eat that. We're going to tell them about your population size and the them where I run everything down there. Well, I'm trying to figure out if I agree insofar as, I'm trying to figure out how the Beyonce thing maps on to how Jamaica gets, what's the word? Is it scapegoated? Is that, I don't know if that's what I'm looking for. But it's interesting that they, they'll say that we're being, you know, enough or obnoxious when it comes to things like, music or like athletic performance or like cultural influence you know globally but at the same time they're still going to be like again to your point um we aren't like jamaica like our i don't know crime rate isn't as bad or we aren't like jamaica we aren't like murdering gay people blah 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 kind of thing and so you you can't you, you can't have both 
you can't have it both ways. Like you need to like, are you going to be on board or just like keep to yourself? No, but I mean, I've definitely seen in online interactions where Jamaicans talk down to other people in the Caribbean. Mm. Like, so I think that sometimes we have a way of doing it, like invalidate some of their experiences or tell them to them have a big culture or stuff like that. So okay, okay. it's also about just kind of bearing in mind oh, how certain things sound coming from us when we talk about, like, so like the, Jama- the Jamaica and Friends jokes, those kinds of things will kind of cause issues. So I have to just be mindful of that as well. In the same way, me always cause Black Americans for the way in which they are imperialist in the same way that... So wait, are, are you saying Jamaica is the America of the Caribbean? I mean, I don't know so far, because we're bright. But I see what I say. Americans too bright to be called America of anything. Okay. I don't know as a society. Okay. That's, that's clarifying. Yeah, but I don't know. But we do, we do have the power to take up space. And I feel like anytime you have the power to take up space and occlude other experiences, that there's this equal responsibility to just be mindful of that and be kind of watchful of the sensibilities. Although Jamaicans have some very, very peculiar experiences when we travel across the Caribbean. Like if you look at the Shanique Mary incident, mm-hmm. Barbados, and just how a lot of people have some very negative experiences in these other countries and the kind of distrust that comes with being a Jamaican when you travel across the Caribbean um, and how you're treated at borders sometimes. I've never had a bad experience. And I've been told that, like, for example, in Trinidad, the border control is just rude, period, so to everybody. But I've never had a specific experience, but people have. So with that, I can, that also kind of breeds some of the negative sentiment. And what about things? Now, if we go back to the Federation in you know, the 60s, and oh, Jamaica match up the Federation and all of them stuff like that, so... Of one bag of history and enmity and strife. Kate, <laughs> go on. The music and the music. Okay, so here's my question though. So now that this happened, now that people are, now that there's this energy in the air, and I mean, granted, it's, it's unfortunate that this is happening during a pandemic, although maybe the versus thing would be happening it would. if it wasn't a pandemic. But like, is there a way for like Jamaican culture, Jamaican whatever, the government, I don't know, to use this momentum because I'm already seeing hella tweets about how they need this on a t-shirt and how they want merch and I feel like often as, as, as is often the case in these situations people capitalize on it and be that we can access oh I saw that I saw whatchamacallit tweet about that I was like yeah but so I get you I, I get where you're going it's always difficult for me because I feel like capitalizing on culture as a collective goes against the nature of capitalism because mm-hmm. capitalism is so individualistic. So I guess the question is how are we how do we conceptualize capitalizing on culture since it's about people making profits and at the end of the day an individual will make that profit and not the collective. But I guess it's about a culture policy that affirms Jamaican culture. Right. Because dancehall gets such a fight internally when you're talking about permits when you're talking about noise abatement act and all of those kinds of things that make it kind of hard to create dancehall and whether or not upcoming artists get the kind of support that they do or they get the kind of support that they need to kind of create the kind of industry that is much more formalized and but I, I also think this the the moment or the event is a useful thing again for I don't know governments business to be like okay there is an audience for this there is interest in this. There are not just, sorry? 
I think they're more like, well, not every business, but there's some businesses or there's a sector like the telecom sector. They will jump on this. Because only they hear a bunch of Okay, have- I was going to get to that. So talk, talk to us about the Flow Digital Saga. Yeah. But have been bullying Flow online since Monticular. Them children, two times, you know? So did you sell a female Did you sell? change their Twitter name to Digicel or Finicel? I cannot. They've been acting one month and throwing shade on Flo. And then because Flo been having problems all week, I know they may respond. Well, I mean, honestly, I was follow. I was go. I mean, I don't follow Digicel, um, but I was going through some of the tweets yesterday afterwards. And whoever is running that account, get them a raise, and get them too- a bonus. So they, you know, everybody happy. Now one man pretty short after, you know. But it was because you know what it gave me Wendy's tease. You know, Wendy's has the best social media. Right. <laughs> you know, Uma, I always sorry for when we read Wendy's tweets, McDonald's. McDonald's. I was having that conversation with somebody. Oh, it's not nowhere. Who could have talked about tires when it's fine somewhere for sure? <laughs> like, they'll be like, somebody I talk about the drive through Well, our drive through is better than McDonald's. And I said, well, McDonald's don't know. Black McDonald's doesn't deserve this. And then some people try to do it and it just doesn't seem authentic. Feel like we kind of gave away this the license that like you can be ripped to us online and it's fine. But nobody else will have the license there. But that was the vibe that Digicel was giving me last night. Just like they're like, oh, so since Digi- since we changed our name, what do you think Flo should the other the other network should they call? I was like, this. Oh. <laughs> but it was so fun to watch. There's one thing about Jamaicans, we're good at making a moment out of things and like we mean very quickly and we gif very quickly. Yes. Oh my god. And yes. And we know how to like blow up a moment and they say all of the Twitter name them change and everything. Somebody named themselves Beanie Mandeli and the digitalization out of pocket. <laughs> I mean honestly, I'm jealous I didn't get there first, but <laughs> <laughs> No, you're no. quick, man. Oh, no, no, but then it really did have its own presence last night. I think it was, wait, was it? It might have been your, your friend, um, Natanya, is that her? Was it? I don't know. Someone had said, but not, like, it should, should have turned sideways, because, Well. But even from the front, even from the front, even from the front, it kind of pronounced, it looked like a little young belly. It wasn't so bad. It wasn't so bad. But now, look, last night was being the man announcement of him, Pregnancy. Leave me alone. He and say never have nothing for him. But, but you know what? That also felt crazy because I'm like, who else but a queer man does not know how to dress his size? <laughs> or like is is so committed to the size small that like <laughs> what? Am I lying? <laughs> What about the girls? The girl, well, we never come, we never talk because there are pictures out there of me and the, with the extra small them. But you know, as the game, you're proving my point. <laughs> to the extra small them. Let it go, let it go. Never. <laughs> <laughs> size zero. <laughs> I honestly forgot that we were living in a pandemic last night, which was beautiful. So. Yeah, it was. It was really it just. It feel like it came out of nowhere, even though it was planned. I never thought it would have been this fun. I mean, you remember, because I think also because dance, because Beanie and Bunty are legends, they have legendary status, legendary in the boards, 
but they have like legendary status now in dancehall and that dancehall is being run dominated by vibes cartel you forget sometimes how much music they have how wide it is and just how quality music. hey night is that sounding nice you know anybody remember that the gold earring they were shaped like grape Yes. <laughs> if your auntie never wear a pair of them, the she wasn't aunt girl. Oh god. Auntie's dance was really it. Oh, I remember one thing that I was doing this week that I didn't mm. mention that I thought was cool. So me and Suel, we've been doing our Suru, a couple of our Suroy lives on Jake Bud's Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Kayla and Suel come together with Suroy. The last live we, we did was on whether or not you could go back in the closet. The child drunk off herself. Because JV and Gummix, Kulu Kulu and Coconut Run Gui. And then the child was a mess after. But luckily, we made it through the live. But as usual, Swell does not drink the thing. She doesn't pace herself. Or rather, she avoids drinking it and then has to rush and finish it. So then she rushes and finishes it and then is a mess after. But yeah, that was an interesting topic. Maybe something we have to kind of consider for an episode. I don't know, but the possibility of going back into, into the closet. It, it really came up with like some fun permutation thoughts. I mean, I think yeah, that'd be interesting to do it as an episode. I think because I'm thinking about people who because I mean, I I mean, I don't know. I don't think this is necessarily the, the same example for me. But there was a moment where I was like, if I go back to the church and if I do the go through the whole ritual of I don't know baptism and such, I can make myself not gay. Or for people who might move countries and then decide, you know what, I want to live a different kind of life. So then they move themselves into a whole new... I mean, I don't know what the kind of examples you were talking to on the live, but... Because I don't know if you're... Necess- I don't think you're necessarily talking about conversion. No, we weren't. But um, we were, we were going... We didn't assume that going back in the closet meant being an ex-gay, I think. Right. We were kind of trying to figure out whether it is it, is it being low-key or is it pretending that you're, you're living your life but you're also putting up a front. So it was like trying to figure out where we were placing being in the closet and therefore where we were placing going back into the closet. It was an interesting dimension. But I was told that I can't go back in the closet because I think it is possible. But I was told that it's too far gone for me. Too far gone for us. <laughs> myself in that category. I mean, I've had people who told me that I wouldn't be able to survive Jamaica as I am now. Or even if I tried to butch it up, I still wouldn't be able to go. And I guess when I didn't survive Jamaica, go back into the communities that I grew up without people, like without people raising an eyebrow, like, hmm, see, them did tell you no. Um, so I, I'm on the fence about that, going back into the You could have steal away and married a woman and convince her that. You think Karim could do that, Cornell? Um, absolutely not. <laughs> no faith. <laughs> no, I mean, what really? <laughs> let, let, let's just like not even entertain that idea. But I mean, I also think it's worth making a distinction between 
low key and someone just like living privately because I, I also think there's there might be a, some uh this expectation in some 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 circles that being out or being queer requires a certain demand like a certain kind of like visibility I mean if someone wants to just like do their own thing on their own terms in the as a as part of their private life as opposed to being this kind of like walking stereotype which again there's space for but that doesn't have to be the case for everyone which is what I was saying because I was trying to find that line because I didn't want to frame it in such a way where being in the being low key meant you were in the closet because I didn't think that was fair and especially right. so this is like the kind of stigmatizing if I kind of held that kind of a position um, whereas so yeah it was kind of struggling to find where does the closet start and uh, and where does it end? Mm. Although what we ended up saying is that it's subjective. So like going back in the closet is a subjective process based on your perception of what the closet is. And I'm thinking about too, like with the idea of, and especially with like your line of reason, where we had the episode about coming out and you're saying that coming out in Jamaica isn't necessarily as political as it is in the US. And so again, that will kind of, affect how we determine what is being out of the classes versus people are in because like you rightfully said not because i don't go around announcing that i'm gay or i'm lgbtq or whatever the case may be doesn't mean i didn't come out or that i'm not out but but even then i was also thinking about different sets of choices like for somebody like me i don't need to come out because i'm visible even without doing anything because apparently i look gay who the fuck yeah, about look, girl. <laughs> but for some people, where who can who are straight passing, they do have a set of choices that they could make. So I also have to rethink my understanding of locally coming out because it would mean different things for different people. Some people burn out, and some people burn in, and then so therefore, there is a there's an out for some to go. And I guess but why why somebody would just really jungle in no way? I feel like he move that must have got shells. You know, and start fresh. <laughs> Different cultural expectations. So, medical expectations ex- not necessarily read a certain way. But we just love what was the next episode out there I talk about you. I mean, <laughs> so they have no direction. <laughs> oh, wait. So, wait. Since this is our last episode for the season, what are y'all going to be doing over the next, during the break? What are you looking forward to? I'm looking forward to like, this dissertation, man, I really got to get it out the way. So I'm hoping that for the remainder of May and June, I'll be able to bang it out. I'll be fo- this is my last year in school, y'all. Wish me well. I do not intend to drag this PhD on another year. So, or Wait, you're in what? You're in what? Year four now? Year four. Can you imagine? It's, been, it's about to be four years since I announced that man started this PhD. So. And it's supposed to be a four-year program, so I really don't want to drag it on any further. So... That's what my break will be committed to, writing this proposal, defending it hopefully by August, September, and defending the dissertation in time to graduate next May. And then mm-hmm. to the big fabulous graduation party, I'm going to keep... Chat like a fan, my way, Of course. What about you, dear? Because I'm still thinking. Uh, I mean, yeah, similarly, I'm going to be trying to work on dissertation-related stuff because I have, I mean, I have a... Maybe this is too much of an ambition, but I want to finish by the end of the year, hopefully. And doing some recreational reading as well, probably. I don't know. I mean, I had major or significant plans for the summer, which 
aren't going to happen. But I wanted, because initially I wanted to um, go back to swimming classes, take my driving test. I'm still taking Spanish classes, um, but I also wanted to do a summer volleyball league. And I had a, book, a couple concerts and trips lined up and none of these things are happening. So I guess it will just be dissertation related things, I suppose. Look at that. So not very eventful, unfortunately. It's fine. <laughs> They got to use a break for get ready for everybody for October. Well, yeah, that is true. I mean, my hopes that actually are keeping it because you know, missing worried. Right. So, most carnival is still one in October. Um, apparently, gyms can open up back now, so you know, uh, what? Uh, yeah, sure. So, I'll work and start. Um, can I just say really quickly before you go, I am really fascinated by the um the, i don't know anxiety but the this kind of like really intense concern about people feeling like they're gaining a few pounds or desperate to open gyms i think there's something really unhealthy about it and one of the there was a tweet, i mean i wish i could put it in the name of the person who did, who put up the tweet but someone was saying online that the fact that people are so invested in returning to the gym during a pandemic shows us that people because i mean this is the idea that oh you know they just want to be healthy or whatever but if your investment is to like go 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 to the gym during a pandemic you're actually revealing your priorities to not be about health at all you know what i mean so i mean that's been really interesting but anyway that was a bit of a rant but go on some people i mean i I think for some people because it creates it means different things to different people because some people it's about addressing their mental health issues some people are support addictions yeah, so I guess it means different things. And then, and then for some people, it's the habit and the routine that you've gotten so used to that losing it affects you in a certain kind of way. But child, I don't really have any long-term plans for this break. I mean, it, it, it's just going to be me doing work. That's really it. I mean, fishing's really great, but, you know, I wouldn't mind a little break to just be on a break. So that's one less kind of responsibility I do not have to worry about. But, yeah. But I'm getting my first tattoo next week. Hopefully. Where are we going? Tattoo parlor open. No worry about that. You worry about the mechanics that that things too much. That is your problem. Mm. <laughs> right? Mind implicating yourself, you know. Into what? Okay. Into what? Then, when I forgot the parlor, parlor can't come to me. Sure. So, what are you doing for for you know what you're what you're getting? Oh yeah, I'm getting Zivis in the shows. So it's mm. a to get a year and I almost got it in London and realized it was unnecessarily expensive so I wasn't going to do it there but yeah so I'm going to get a new finishes and I'm going yeah so I, I mean I've only ever wanted two tattoos in life that one and of course that would have come out first and a, and a tram stamp so we're going to get this one first we work on the tram stamp um, <laughs> but we don't make it again but we just want to be like bit a nice little Phoenix spread across right there, right? There. Ooh. So that's the vibe. Okay. Um, I mean, I also don't know if you're allowed to say, but are there any, and maybe you have said actually, but are there online plans, re pride related things or? Um, we still haven't fully figured it out yet because I guess what we're trying to, so what we recognize is that if we have an event, a physical event in August, it will just be one event, one big splash. Um, otherwise, we're just going to find online things to do. So mm-hmm. we haven't figured out what that looks like yet. Because we're trying to figure out what will be possible, what permits can we get. Because not everybody's moved back. Um, we'll be competing with like 
other like some probably big events. So right. working that out. But I mean, you just want to have one dance, like one dance. But all right. Somebody asked if she's doing anything for Pride. Oh. Like, I don't know. Like, and that's just my own. Fishy people want to enjoy Pride, so why would you <laughs> Unless you want to do a special Pride edition. I, but listen, don't let nobody. Just real. <laughs> I mean, you- also, feel free to send us your ideas on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or at fishypodcast at gmail.com. <laughs> Oh, by the way, I'm curious. Are y'all wearing pants? I am. You are? Yeah. Okay, don't let the time walk on your also not pants. I'm just talking from church. That's all. <laughs> virtual, virtual, virtual church. I don't know. Oh, virtual pants got church. Sorry. Why did you wear pants to got virtual church? Because the camera did on and me have to win in the I mean I have to control the zoom, so when I have to get up go do my business. That's why I make sure someone cover myself. But usually, mm-hmm. since I've been upstairs by myself, I'm usually in like, I must find every opportunity for women to look up sexy underwear. Then, like, what they may have on a crop top with a nice little, um, nice little, that's where that shot's looking something. I feel myself. But when they post a picture over there, but they have my yellow shots over the drawers. And oh. people think I want to outfit me that go to now. Wait, actually, can I see the ones I sent to your house? Are those nearby? <laughs> <laughs> I was about to ask if you had gotten your little your little drone. No, I'm not trying to be a custom fee, so I'm gonna wait. That's about a what may I come over there. Like, between Canada America is a lot? It I mean it depends on like what you're getting, I guess. But they usually because I mean it's like customs but also mailing. And I'm not trying to, because, let me put it this way. If I paid for the thing on sale or clearance, I don't want the savings to have to go to mailing and customs fee. Like, that defeats the purpose of me ordering from the States and in the first place. Right. So, it'll wait. But they're cute, I hope. <laughs> Canada, we're going to to shipping stuff. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just, I don't know. I feel like it's... My priorities aren't in the right place if I'm complaining about the lack of a retail industry that's as strong as the states. But I mean, it's not that serious. Anyway, should are we closing? Because <laughs> I was gonna ask a conclusive question because we've been rambling to kind of wrap Sure, up. sure. I guess is having gone through a big ass season because it's twenty episodes. 20. Double the first one, right? Double times two. Uh, oh, times few. Times I'll few, Glenroy. Also, times few. What were your like, top three episodes for this season? Oh, wow. Okay, let me pull that shit out because it's been there too many. Two. Definitely with Diana King because, uh, duh, I feel like my make it. The one with my mom, my, my mom coming on. I didn't, I forgot, I knew I forgot. I forgot to text you guys like afterwards because I was still, I was feeling like a little mushy gushy hearing her while I was editing and so on. Hearing her talk about, you know, just her journey with me and kind of reminded me of why I wanted to do a lot of the things that I wanted to do. Like, for example, I wanted to start an LGBTQ nonprofit that was going to be called Sylvia's House, mostly because of what her house represented for a lot of queer identified folks. 
And so it was, you know, I was very grateful to be able to kind of like reconnect with those ideas and those feelings and kind of hear her talk about me. So that was what, that's two, what's my third one? I don't remember the third one, it'll come to me at some point. I have three. So I think, well, I mean, oh, actually, Karen can add the third one whenever she thinks of it. But I think the, the episode with Diana King was a huge, was really important starting off this season because it felt like, okay, we're doing something important and that the reach is wide. And so I think it got us on a kind of like, okay, this is this is pretty, like we, we can kind of do this kind of thing. Um, the episode about mothers and coming out to mothers was really important for me personally and being able to have some friends on that was really cool and then the third one i think would be the the f5 um even though it wasn't all of us that was really that was really cool yes. what's yours so it's de- right, so definitely the one with f5 was something i've been looking forward to and it was fun to kind of go through and hear the perspective I never know about the big split. And that was very interesting to hear. <laughs> and it also kind of gave me and my own like high school friend group opportunities to think about our own journey and what were the similarities and the differences. So I definitely appreciated that. I did like the episode with the House of Yemoja. And kind of hear my kiddies and kind of laugh about some of our, our more dramatic moments. And my other favorite was the one with Douglas. So let me get this straight. That allow, I mean, I think for all of us, it kind of allowed us to kind of, unfortunately, but critically unload some of our thoughts about relationship <laughs> with them and kind of make me kind of step back and think, oh, right, I don't allow straight men to hug me, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, those three, just like the themes and the topics were really powerful and I enjoyed those. Another thing that I enjoyed, I mean, I know we only asked for three, but those 21 question series were really cute. Like, I, I think I think that gave, you know, it, what we intended for it to do was for, allow, to allow the users, the users, the followers and fans to kind of interact with us and get to know us. And I think that was fun. It allowed, you know, to allow us to go deep and to search and to answer some questions we never anticipated. So that was fun. It's really light and fun because it was also... Yeah. Like- all of us as well to learn about each about other. Each other right. like every, everyone that we did, it was just so fun to kind of hear the answers and keep hear about it. So yeah, I did like the 21 question series. Yeah, that was tough. Even though we did one our last question coming on the end. And I want to look at messy question. So we really want to see something like that. It's a first birthday. That we cute. Oh my God. When did? Let's let's we we let's see let's talk about it after we sign off. <laughs> yes, not a problem with that. But yes, um, I was gonna ask. So, what what haven't we discussed that you you definitely are looking forward to do for season three? Well, this is drag this is uh, drag queen of Jamaican descent on interview. That would be really fun, I think. So that's one thing. I was just thinking that I really feel like we need a part two to the let me let let me get this straight conversation. I felt like it was so much that was said, but so much still left unsaid. It doesn't have yeah. to be Douglas, but I think a part two would be 
I'd be curious to have a part two with somebody from our high school. Or girls' schools. I think we really need to push for that next season. And I'm really, and I was going to say, I'm, and I'm really hoping that next season we'll have a lot more. Oh, that's a whisper. A lot. <laughs> Wait, whisper or a whistle? No, whisper, whistle. Yeah, that's on my end. <laughs> a lot more, like, female experiences, like, you know, or other letters of the the rainbow and the alphabet soup. On, I'm hoping to be able to feature some of those. Oh, I actually saw an idea had come in my head to do crossover episodes with other Jamaican podcasts. Yes. Mm-hmm. Something that I'm going to so is over the break, I'm going to be like, hey, girl, <laughs> want to try something with us? So that's definitely something that... Um, is bush, we're coming for you. Yeah. Hi, Station Bush. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Shout out. I mean, now, now we spend our next year, that's what I should say. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that would definitely be something I'd be interested in doing. I'm wanting to come to Jamaica because I feel like we'd have so much fun with that episode of y'all coming back to Jamaica and experiencing Jamaica. I really was looking forward. I do. We can talk about that when because I still have I have the the credits for my ticket that I still have to use. Still have to use. Still have to use. So I'll, I'm definitely thinking about coming at some point before, like towards the end of the year. Uh-huh. All right. Well, wait, will we, I mean, well, fingers crossed we'll be able to do that because, you know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, thanks, listeners, for joining us for another season. This is what, our sophomore season of the Fish Tea podcast. It's been a wild and exciting time. We're really grateful for, you know, you all of you following the show, engaging with the show for the past few few months. We hope you have a really fun and exciting summer despite the, you know, the situation that's going on. We'll be back in a, in a little bit, but in the meantime, in the mean, oh my God, in the meanwhile, um, make sure that you're keeping safe, um, be well, and stay sophisticated. Bye. Bye. I'm big demo for almost bringing us to 10,000 streams. Oh, yes. Okay. Okay. Well, actually, let me just like pull this up really quickly because I think we might, we're either... We just made it to eight, or we are close to eight. But just so you know, listeners, at the end of season one, we were at a little over 2,000 listens. Right now, we are over 8,000 listens. So keep sharing, keep subscribing, um, re-listen to you know your previous episodes. Yeah, because even if, as we did double the, the, the episode number, but then even if it shows like a higher rate of business. Yeah, so double the nice clean cell. Yeah, let's let's take us to ten thousand before the start of season three. I'm always like, like walk up to him and say, "So, where are you in this yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, Glenn will be calling out the girls, honey. Somebody had to tweet the other day, "What using this time to catch up on fish tea before Glenroy?" <laughs> oh, I love that. Before Glenroy asked for for a status report or something of the sort, you would be like, "So, where are you?" So then can use the time now for ketchup. Some people are like, oh, I like when there's a full season. Well, there's a full season now. What's your excuse? <laughs> I'll be running out all over the summer on your asses. Best believe it. Heels yeah. and... <laughs> and y'all got time. Y'all at home. So get on that. I mean, I, and I mean that with the most love possible. <laughs> no shade. No. All right. We'll see y'all soon. Bye.